This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. And while you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions, ideas for future shows, or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Now, recently, one evening, scrolling through the channels, looking for what to watch, Raiders of the Lost Ark comes across, and that's a movie you always have to stop and watch for at least a few minutes. I remember seeing it in the theater as a kid for the first time. You know, whether it's the beginning, middle, or end, it's a great movie. And here's something that blew me away. This year, 40th anniversary when it was released in theaters. Wow. So it tells you how old I was when I was a kid. See, I wasn't lying. <laughs> now, we should all be so lucky as to hold up as well as Indiana Jones does after 40 years on the job. And I think one of the reasons the movie continues to resonate with audiences of all ages, even after four decades, it's because of its enthusiastic embrace of adventure. Now, many of us probably feel like we could use a little more adventure in our lives, but that's often easier said than done. And here's something to bear in mind, too. If you rebuild, if you rebuild, if you build a retirement strategy earlier in your career and then you stick to it, you may have the resources you need to fill your retirement with all the adventures you've been dreaming about. So on today's show, we're going to talk about some retirement adventures that are waiting just for you, but I would be remiss if I didn't right now introduce the person whose every word is an adventure, almost like a choose your own adventure story. (laughs) Tony Shore. Tony, you bring so much cool to the show with your adventurous attitude. How are you doing? Oh, wow. That's, that's gotta be one of the best compliments anyone has ever given me. Yeah, it was a lot of work. Yeah, it was some heavy heavy lifting on your part for sure. I mean, that was tough for you. I know that was tough for you to get out. But um uh thanks. I'm doing great. And uh, you know, yeah, I'm an adventurous guy. You know that. I, I like to to go places, see things. I've watched Indiana Jones, sure. Um, and I'm always excited when we can remind people on the show that retirement it's not it doesn't have to be all about shuffleboard and early bird specials, right? So, yeah, but before we dig into all that, uh, yeah, you know what? We were talking before the show. It seems like everyone I know, uh, myself and my wife included, have been so busy lately. I have been swamped. I've been working nonstop and then uh, it's always something going on and there's so much going on right now. Of course, I love fall. Uh, How about you? You said you've been busy as well. Yeah, I mean, busy at the office, busy with the family, busy with my hobbies, busy with everything. Maybe it's just like the natural biorhythm falls coming. We, you know, we have this instinctual need to do more to prepare for winter, even though we don't 
live in a society that'll wipe us out every winter like it used to. Right. Um, you know, but maybe it's part of that. Maybe it's, you know, every because everybody kind of feels that thing. Winter's coming and you got to get ready. I don't know. But yeah, it's everyone I know, just like you said, we've had this going on. It's just everybody is straight out right now. Um, but yeah. you know, again, it's good. We got, we got winter coming, so it's not bad to be busy now and getting ready for stuff like that. But you know, when we're talking about getting ready, what's another great thing to get ready for an it's adventure your future retirement or yep. yeah, an adventure in your future retirement. Right? Yep. Now there was a U.S. news and world, uh, report article, 15 travel themes to explore in retirement. It's a pretty unique perspective on retirement travel. I think a lot of people listening would be inspired by, uh, the first recommendation train travel. Now, this is something I did when I was younger, done it a couple times. And hitting the rails can be an easy and comfortable way to see a country or even regions, landscapes, culture. You know, you set your bags down, you grab a seat next to the window, whether it's a year rail pass. I did that. I've taken the train along the East Coast up into Canada. You know, um, you can take trains across Europe, the blue train across South Africa, the Golden Eagle across Russia. Train travel manages so many of the logistical tasks for you. Wow. Well, I, that's one I probably wouldn't think of and, uh, you know, train rides, but an adventure has its place, but the idea of kicking back on one of the world's iconic trains and enjoying a great meal, seeing the scenery as it goes by, that does sound pretty good. It's, it's great. And the throwback to it, the train travel, just, you know, the, it's not of now it's while there's been advances in trains, it's just a different way to travel at it. It's a really nice thing. I, I I enjoyed the heck out of it when I did it. And I I look forward to doing one more really good train trip in the future. Now, you know, there's also nothing wrong with combining adventure and first rate amenities, right? Another reason so many people love those Indiana Jones movies because he gets to travel to some of the world's most amazing places. And you know, you can too. If you've never heard of the UNESCO World Heritage Sites, those are great retirement adventures. There's more than a thousand of these sites throughout the world. Hmm. They're carefully chosen. They're based on you know historical, cultural, scientific importance. There's cities, towns, rural areas, archaeological sites, natural wonders. There's a ton out there. So UNESCO, that's interesting. And I've I've read about World Heritage Sites. And a lot of them are just breathtaking. You've got the Taj Mahal, of course, and Venice. Yeah, one of my favorites is Easter Island. Would love to so visit cool. that with yeah. the the big Easter Island heads, the dumb dumb heads, as they mm-hmm. say. Uh, <laughs> and even you know what? I I think one of America's best kept secrets are Florida's Everglades. People are like, what? Florida's Everglades? It is. If you take the Everglade tour, it is amazing. And yeah, if you've never. Yeah. If you've never been in there, it's two things. One, you probably should, and two, you might want to hurry up because those yeah, the, bye the Everglades bye. <laughs> have a lot of pressure on them. So yeah, the, them lasting the way they've been for a long time, who knows that you know. Yeah. Regardless, but you know, I've got a bunch in my bucket list. I've got a couple left I, that I'd be happy to see. You know, so I, definitely UNESCO is a great one. And, and another, if you're looking for exotic travel and retirement. Bird watching, especially talking about Everglades, there's some great ones there. It's another great option. A lot of people are like looking at birds. Are you serious? Well, hear, hear me out here. Some of the world's most beautiful birds call the world's most beautiful locations home. Yeah. So while it might be called a bird watching trip, there's likely going to be a lot more to it. And while you're bird watching, you know, it can take you off the beaten path, but a lot of it can be done at a really leisurely pace. And that's perfect for a lot of retirees. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, another good point. And, uh, you know, if uh, where there is great bird watching, there's great scenery, like you say. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, an adventure at a pace that's going to work for retirees, that's important. I mean, after all, Harrison Ford, he's, uh, as we know as Indiana Jones, he's actually 79 now. So he's not exactly uh, the jumping into a snake pit kind of a guy anymore. <laughs> Those days are probably behind him, right? Well, you know, I do have I ha- and have had 90 plus year old clients who skydive. But, you know, wow. so... There's, it's, that's something people half their age wouldn't even consider. Mm-hmm. But don't forget, you know, the fifth Indiana Jones movie comes out next year if everything stays on wow. track. And I'm pretty sure it probably doesn't take place in Indiana Jones's retirement home. So who knows? Well, but, you never uh, know. You know, yeah, I haven't read the early reviews. Maybe it does. <laughs> <laughs> the article also recommends building an adventure around cities that have hosted the Olympics. I've been to three of those and that's really cool too. Maybe actually I think about it as much more than that, but since the first modern games in Athens in 1896, more than 40 cities have played host. And most of the cities are, you know, they're in popular parts of the world that are easily accessible by train, by car. There's even an an Olympic museum in Switzerland. If you needed another reason to go besides the absolute beauty of the landscape, there's also an Olympic museum. Yeah. Well, there you go. I think that's awesome. And the Olympics, that's an interesting angle to take, you know, visit some of the Olympic cities. And uh, I think most cities that have hosted the Olympics, they're used to welcoming visitors of all ages and nationalities. So they're going to be welcoming. And uh, it's a place where you can visit, even if you don't speak the language that well, probably. Yeah. And they're usually easy to get around because they had to have the infrastructure to yep. move people on. So yep. that's, there's a lot, there's a lot of bonuses to those places. Now, next up, how about traveling based on your ancestry research? Ah, you yes. Know, that's another option. A lot of, it's very becoming very popular. A lot of retired people, even younger people, if your family history includes traceable immigration, you've already set the stage for an incredible adventure. You know, imagine using your research to travel to the countries, the cities, the villages where your ancestors live. You know, you'll be able to walk where they walk, see what they saw. You really will gain a new appreciation for just how daunting their journey to America was. I honestly get goosebumps thinking back to a trip I took like that and or any kinds of those trips, especially if it was from a, a more inaccessible place than I went. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I believe it. And I, I think uh, that's another one that's uh, really good. And I am excited to go to Ireland. I've never been there. And mm-hmm. I'm half Irish. My mom's side of the family is pretty much 100% Irish. So, um, and they've, her sisters trace back their heritage right to the original village. So uh, it's pretty neat. I can't wait to go over there. I've been excited to do that. My wife and I have been talking about that for quite some time. So I, I like that one. I would like to travel and uh, do some ancestry, you know, track them down. I'm sure my long lost relatives over there would be happy for me to show up on their doorstep. You'd be surprised how excited your long lost relatives are to meet you. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm I would kidding. actually be surprised if they like when, when my mother went back to visit the village, her, her father was from, they, they welcomed them with open arms, just fed them. You know, they like, they wanted to see as much of them as they could while they were there. And they were just, They absolutely loved it. They had such a great time. That's awesome. Yeah, see, that's great. Well, and let's keep this rolling. I mean, it's been action-packed so far today. Uh, What's the next tip uh, for, uh, you know, adventures in retirement? Well, you want to talk action-packed. How about river cruises? 
Now, oh, I'm not wow. talking about ones where your boat's going to accidentally go over a waterfall, you know, in some crazy chase scene and you're fighting giant anacondas or anacondas or something. But Oh, so you're you not know, talking about the ride at Disney World? Not that kind. Oh, okay. But, you know, think about it. it, it it's always appealed to me. I have had some current clients uh, do this. I, I, I have set up so that people can, are ready to do these in the future. Um, but it does, for a lot of people, it flies under the radar because a lot of people only associate cruises with these long ocean voyages. But luxury cruises the, along some of the world's most legendary rivers, they're another great way to get adventure with relaxation and really excellent amenities. There's great cruise options in Europe, Africa, South America, Asia, and they really are, you know, it's not the typical gigantic cruise ships you think of. They're a little more, they're a little smaller, they're a little more boutique, but it creates for some incredible scenery and some incredible travel. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, and, uh, you know, I have a quick question for you. I think uh, a lot of our listeners out there are excited about taking some of these trips you're talking about, but maybe they're concerned that their current retirement strategy or savings isn't going to be able to, you know, uh, provide them with the funds they need to do it. So if somebody's still a few years away from retirement, is there time to change their strategy a bit with the goal of maybe setting aside more retirement money for these adventures? Well, that's an absolutely great question, Tony. I think the one thing to remember is, you know, especially when you're going from a planning standpoint, your goal is to be able to retire and stay retired in the way you define it, right? So if you have a great plan in place, the answer is to that question is most likely yes. But, you know, also, how about if you don't? Possibly. You know, depending on your current circumstances, goals, your risk tolerance, all those things can take part in that. Now, financial services professional can often help you quickly identify ways to adapt your current retirement strategy. You know, they can do it in a way that seeks to provide more retirement income, uh, more spending money. As your vision for retirement changes, though, it's really important to keep your financial pro in the loop so they can help you pivot as needed. Now, also keep in mind, there's very few people who could afford to take all the trips we've talked about. Well, today. yeah, yeah, and, that's and true. if they can, they're probably not listening to the show, um, unless they're just looking for ideas that they haven't paid for yet. So the idea is to pick and choose. Some of these trips are going to hold no appeal for you, so those are easy to eliminate. You know, focus on three or four that sound particularly good. Then do some more research as well as budgeting. We there's also something we have a lot of experience doing with clients, so we have a decent idea of what these trips cost or what you're going to get out of a trip like that. Having retired a lot of people and seen them do all these trips. We know what that kind of takes. And so we, we know one of the categories we, we talk about, if you're talking to your financial services professional, and again, in this part, your planner, this should be something you want to consider. If travel's going to be one of the things that should be one of the goals you're funding in your retirement, you should have a really good idea how many trips you're going to be able to take in retirement for how many years, how much money you'll be able to afford doing each. And if you have to adjust it from there, that's where the rubber meets the road with the person you're working with. If they can help you do that, then they're probably a good fit for you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really helpful information for our listeners. And I'm glad you talked about that. Now, Matt, what's another great trip idea you've got for us? <laughs> oh, this one's a little bigger. Uh, if you've got the time, you've got the inclination and you got the money, round the world flights. Something. Oh, wow. Now, they're an easy way to see more of the world and some 
Some airlines do work together through alliances they have to make it easier for passengers to combine multiple flights for one fixed price. Now, they come with a list of approved stops. They typically require to keep moving in one direction without backtracking, and prices are then determined by how many stops you want to take. You, know, you can use your frequent flyer miles and rewards programs for those tickets, and while round-the-world flights are common, airlines promote them, they can get a little tricky. This may be one of those places where you still want to work with a travel expert on this one. I know there are not nearly as many travel agencies as there used to be, but this might be one of those instances where if you're not traveling constantly, this is where you want, might want to find some help. I did have a friend who had so many miles and so many benefits, and he was close one time. He was so close that he literally just flew for 36 hours so that he maintained like his basically free flights for the next year, and he kind of did just fly around the world and come home. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest that for an adventurous trip unless you just really want to see what different seats and airlines feel like, but, um, you can do the same, the same concept without the boredom that he took it on. You can really make a heck of a trip out of it. Sure. I bet you could. Wow. Uh, around the world in 80 days in a, in a hot air balloon, maybe No, <laughs> that would be, I would still try that if possible. Why not? Well, and you know what? Of course, and you you know this, you're going to laugh, but one of my favorite things to catch on TV, other than the 1980s adventure movies and flicks, are food shows. Oh, come on. I'm a foodie. Are there travel adventures out there for foodies? Well, yeah. Yeah. Haven't you seen Parts Unknown? Oh, yeah. Anthony Bourdain's one of my, that's one of my favorites. The late great. Yeah, he's the late phenomenal. Great. Yeah, it's yeah, so sad. He is phenomenal. Be, yeah, that, those were great. There's another podcast. Uh, uh, there's a few more podcasts. I don't know if you're aware of this in the in the podcast sphere out there than just this one. What's a podcast? But, uh, <laughs> but there's uh, there's a there's a few recently who've been talking about Bourdain, people that knew him personally, and different things. It's he is what a, what an interesting character in life that guy was. Oh, but yeah. how about this though? On this topic, before we go down the Bourdain road, you know whether it's food famous European countries like think France or Italy. Or, you know, popular food destinations that Morocco, Vietnam, Ethiopia, Mexico, you know, building a dream trip around food. Great choice, especially if that's what you're into. Even Indiana Jones had to eat sometimes, right, in order to fuel himself for fighting bad guys and, and get the get the prize at the end. Look at it this way. If you've got a beloved Vietnamese restaurant in your community, imagine eating that same food in Vietnam, surrounded by that country's culture and natural beauty. You know, what a great way to up the the thing that you love most about a restaurant. Go back and see where it came from. Pay well, some, yeah. pay an homage to that culture. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Uh, you know, and we love local businesses too. So don't forget once you get back home, check out your local, you know, Vietnamese restaurant or Thai restaurant, you know, when you get back from visiting the real thing, you want to support the locals as well. It's true. And what I really want to do is for the first time maybe ever is get you, because I'm pretty sure Vietnamese, is that different than Vietnamese food? Did I accidentally say that wrong? Because I'm, pre I'm pretty sure. We're Vietnamese, gonna <laughs> Vietnamese. Wow. Wow. I think you switched the M in the end. I, I probably did. did. I did. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it'll be pulled, uh, edited from the show and used against me later. <laughs> it was a hope. slip of the tongue. Because it's always me. It's Vietnamese. Always me. <laughs> yeah, it's usually you. No, I meant Viet. Viet no, now I can't say <laughs> it right. Vietnamese. Yeah. <laughs> Now, how about this one, too? Now, speaking about Vietnamese, it, it, for, in some regions of the world, that's a very popular 
destination. But how about this? Not getting caught up in common vacation destinations. Ah. It's just some really great common sense advice that could help you hit the open road. And it could also help you keep a little more cash in your pocket. You know, everyone wants to wander along the canals in Venice or Amsterdam. There's, there's so, but there's just so much more to see than those couple of things. Yes, they're great. But how about the crooked forest in Poland or the enchanting river in the Philippines? Oh, Apostle Islands in Wisconsin. No, no, nosy Bee in Madagascar. Oh, there's such a wonderful list of places that don't get the attention they deserve. And it seems, it seems like it's endless too. You know, get Googling now. I have a thing on my screen that shows a different place I've never seen. Every time I turn on my computer, it shows a different, you know, some exotic destination that I, and I'm, I, I've been writing down a list of that's where I kind of want to go see now. Right. Well, that's a, that is a good one. And I, I think that's true too. And, uh, you know, uh, I love it. And I'd be game for any of these trips you've talked about. And, uh, you know, one thing about these places you're mentioning is a lot of them, it might not be as famous as Paris or Hong Kong or, you know, uh, the typical trips, New York city, but they're still easy to get to. Yeah. There's, there's really few places left that are overly challenging to reach. And maybe there's something to be said about the adventure of going to those other ones. You have to have sure. that personality, the mentality ready to do that. Yeah. You know, and here's the last thing. A lot of retirees, they're war history buffs. And for those folks that are, there's really some truly amazing travel options all around Europe. There's cemeteries, museums, monuments, highlighting the sacrifices so many people made during both wars, including the thousands of Americans who gave their lives on that continent. Uh, it's, it's, if you visit some of those, it is, it is life-changing. Yeah. Yeah, that is, I, I, I agree with you. It could be life-changing. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot of history out there and maybe a popular war history trip right here at home. Uh, it might be, you know, a lot of people like to tour Civil War battlefields, uh, Gettysburg, Vicksburg, you know, and, and make that history come to life. Yeah, there, there's lesser known, but no less fascinating Civil War destinations throughout so many of the southern states. You know, finding those spots not only helps you brush up on your history, it also lets you see some of the small towns, some of those two-lane highways that don't get a lot of publicity. That's true. Uh, I, I would agree. Now, what else? What's the next adventure you want to talk about? How about this? Giant bells. What? No. Yeah. <laughs> this, I don't have a bell this, sound effect or I would play it right now. This but. is one from the article. Right? Follow the trail of the world's great bells. It'll take you to some of the world's most what? stunning locations. There's a 200-ton Tsar bell in Moscow. Wow. It, cr it cracked during the fire of 1737. It's not functioning, but it's still... A, sight to behold. There's China's Bell of Good Luck. That's currently the world's largest functioning bell at 127 tons. I mean, wow. if you stop to think about that weighs more that than I do that. after a trip to the pizza buffet. Holy <laughs> cow, that's heavy. <laughs> it, it, that's a pretty good joke right there, Tony. <laughs> that's I, a pretty good. Well, when you have to when you have to stop laughing and say, yeah, that's a pretty good joke right there. Probably yeah. not. Probably yeah. not. Uh, now you're talking about bells. I don't know. I think you might have a, a bat in your belfry, but. Uh, oh, uh, oh, that you was, can tell you're a dad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's interesting. I, I'm not familiar with those, but, uh, you know, uh, what you said just rang a bell for me. So uh, uh, there it is. <laughs> you're killing it today. You're yeah, knocking them uh, on and, the park. And killing, I think, is the word. I've killed the show. 
Uh, I've got, listen, I've got one more thing before you totally drive it into the ground. Okay. Yeah. We're almost out of time. Yeah. How about a literary travel? Oh, you know, I like, now that's more on my level. If you, if you like reading, think of some of those great books you've read and think about those places that they're, they're placed, the places they're placed. That was really silly of me to say, but, uh, Hemingway's the sun also rises, you know, explore Pamplona, wander Paris with Hemingway's a movable feast. You know, did you read Oliver Twist or Peter Pan? You know, visit London, see how it matches up with the depiction. And you don't have to stick to dusty classics. You know, use Alex Garland's contemporary hit novel, The Beach, you know, and go to go to Thailand. There's you know, Elizabeth Garland's smash hit Eat, Pray, Love. And that offers insights into traveling in India, Indonesia, New Zealand. Lord of the Rings was filmed. You know, a lot of people get their Frodo Baggins and Hobbit thing on there. Uh, there's so many things you can do with this, even right here in America. Some of our country's lesser known, but still amazing places like it's Steinbeck's Monterey in Salinas, California. You got Faulkner's Oxford, Mississippi, which is also home to Oxford Square Books. That's one of the best independent bookstores. Uh, or a personal favorite of mine, The Maine Woods by Henry David Thoreau. You know, thank you, Mr. Matthews, for turning me on to him early on in high school. There's so that's a it's a great way to travel because you already have a travel companion with you. The memory add of those books. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, even I like taking trips to see you know, where an author wrote a book or where they liked the, you know, the pub they hung out in and got their ideas from. And if you ever go to the Keys, you got to tour Hemingway's house. And if mm-hmm. you ever get out to Colorado near Aspen, you got to go drive past Hunter S. Thompson's Owl Farm and uh, the Woody Creek Tavern Go in there. I mean, these are iconic places, but also traveling to the settings of the books. That's a great idea. I know a lot of people travel to sets of movies, you know, go to New Zealand because they're Lord of the Rings fans, stuff like that. But yep. we're out of time for today's show. A lot of fun talk today, Matt. What else do you have for us before we go? Well, if travel, if you're interested in travel and it's not part of your overall financial plan or more scaringly, if you don't have a financial plan put in place, give us a call. 800-339-9252. Visit us online, compass-ltd.com or find a financial planner certified CFP in your area that can get you started on this and then find an advisor that'll keep you on track. Um, if, if you'd like, give us a ring, but make sure you're working with somebody out there doing that. Uh, we'll talk to you about the first steps you need to take or what you have to do to get those plans in place. There's no cost. There's no obligation of that. It's complimentary. And, you know, you want to work with us, great. If there's somebody else you need to work with closer to you or a better fit, I understand. Make sure you're working with somebody. You know, live that retirement you've been working so hard for and that you deserve. And the best way to do that is with a plan put in place that you can adjust as needed, but that's there to make sure that you can achieve those goals you're working so hard for. All right. Well, that's great, Matt. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252. 
or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.